welcome back to another episode of To The Moon. And we have another very special episode today of a success story in our Astro Flipping community. And I'm excited for all of you guys to hear this. Uh, why? Because this could be you. If you're watching this right now and you're sitting on the sidelines, you're not taking any action, you're stuck in analysis paralysis, you're questioning whether or not this business model is even real. Let me tell you that the people that you see here are, are very real and these stories are true. And I want to introduce you guys to a very special Astro Flipping community member, Delena Edwards. Welcome to the moon and congratulations. How are you doing today? Hello, Jamil. Hello, I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me. Um, this is like the man himself, the big dog, right? And this <laughs> so, well, <clears throat> super, super honored to be here. It's funny, you know, you the perspective is is interesting to me because I, I appreciate the compliment, but the facts are is that the real winner and the real hero in these stories are you because you took action. You're the one who decided that you weren't going to settle for mediocre. You wanted something different. And look, a coach is only that, right? I can give you advice. I can sh show you the direction. I can give you the play. I can show you the playbook. But whether or not you come to practice, whether or not you stay late, whether or not you put in the reps, whether or not you do the things that are necessary to be a champion – are up to you and you made the choice you took you made the decision to do the work to get to the spot that got you onto this podcast today that got you the win that got you to a place where you know you feel that you're ready to share your story and 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 for me that's what's so special about this I, this is for me it's my life's work but like seeing you guys thrive and and flower is is really the 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 key so let's take it all back let's let's rewind people so that they can get an understanding of where you come from what even brought you to astro flipping in the first place tell us a little bit about your life history your family history and your business history and uh we'll go from there cool yeah so i um i'm originally from austin but i moved to the dfw area for college right and so whenever i moved i um, was like dead set on, you know, finishing college, getting my degree. My degree was in education. So I was like, I'm going to become a teacher. Then I'm going to go to grad school. Very noble. School, right. And then I'm going to be a superintendent. I'm like, I graduated. <clears throat> and I'll fast forward after my. No, no, no. Don't fast forward. So I want to I want to understand this because. Look, the, it's one of the most selfless professions being an educator, right? Like in that, in that, in the world like that, it, it's it's difficult because you know going in that you're not going to be paid well. Yeah. Right. It's 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 common knowledge that teachers are underpaid. They are overworked. It's all. It's. I mean, there's no way that you didn't see that report. You didn't read those reports. You didn't hear those rumors. So, like, what's the decision making process that makes somebody decide to take? education as their profession? Yeah. So, I mean, originally, like I've always worked um, like in daycares and with little kids and growing up, um, my mom, she was a single mom and she worked all of the time. So I spent like a majority of my childhood basically helping to raise my brother. Um, so, you know, like 
teaching him his manners, teaching him his ABCs, teaching him how to write his name. Like it's always being an educator and a teacher is something that has been instilled in me since I was like a little girl, right? So growing up and going throughout um, like high school and college, I worked in daycares. I uh, worked at like the Boys and Girls Club. I got to work with a whole bunch of like different age group of kids. And so initially in my mind, I'm like, okay, I could be a teacher while still pursuing other things. So when I got to college, I said, my freshman year, I said, okay, I'm gonna do um, a degree in social science and then add my secondary teaching certificate on top of it. And then once I graduate, I'm gonna go into like commercial real estate. And I wanted to, my original plan was to own salons, not be like the um, like the hairstylist. The operator, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but I wanna own the salons. And so that was my original plan. Love so. That. Yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty why, cool. Why salons? You like hair, or is that like a thing for you? Is that like you just wanted to be involved in the industry, or what was why salons, or yeah. was it just commercial real estate and 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 like retail space? I think it was just like the retail space, like okay. owning, um, like owning those salons and the design behind it. Because salons, you know, that's a place where you go and like you leave feeling pretty, you know. So the idea of like designing a nail shop. And like all of the different um, design aspects that can go into like a hair salon or a nail shop or um, like a masseuse parlor, whatever it is, it was like that was kind of what was so intriguing to me. But as time went on, it was probably my junior year of college. Um, I met a friend and he flipped mobile homes. Mm. I was like, okay, you are literally my age. And you're making, you know, like six to 14,000 just flipping these mobile homes, right? He was making a small profit, but to a, a young college student, I'm like, I've never seen more than, you know, my fast food deposit in my life. Um, and so that I kind of got interested in that. And so that was like my first introduction to like a, not necessarily a wholesale model, but it was like the fix and flip type of real estate venture, right? Um, so, I mean, I pursued it for a little bit, but I didn't really like seek out the knowledge like I could have, you know, I asked him and I wrote it down on my board, but I didn't actually take any steps to pursue it. I bought a whole bunch of books and still to this day, I've never read any of those books. It's funny. Um, <laughs> I've done that before too. Like I, I, um, I, anyways, I've, I've, I, I also have collected books about industries that I'm like, for instance, cryptocurrency. Um, I know nothing about cryptocurrency, but I have like 10 books about <laughs> cryptocurrency. So I, I'm like, look, I've got these books and, but I said, I have no time, you know, I don't have any time cause I'm so yeah. focused in real estate. I'm so focused on our community and what we do. I don't have any time to learn about crypto, but I have the books. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So <clears throat> I didn't really take it serious. And then I got distracted with my major, right? Because getting licensed to be a teacher and getting a certificate, like that's a whole thing in itself. So I did my student teaching um, my senior year and like it was pretty chill. And this was coming straight off of COVID. So for one, I was in an AP class um, when the students like they want to be there. Right. And then for two, I only had like three in-person classes and the rest of the classes were Zoom. And this is at a high school, by the way. So I was like, so you oh. were teaching AP what? Uh, U.S. history and um, world geography. 
so for those of you that don't know what AP is, because you're, you know, slow, um, AP is advanced placement. So um, that means that you were a smarty pants, right? So you, if you're teaching the smarty pants, then you're smarty, you're smarter than the smarty pants. <laughs> right. I, I, I mean, I try to be. <laughs> is there like a, is there an IQ test that they have to give to AP teachers that lets you know that you're smart enough to teach these geniuses or what, how does that work? No, you just have to go to like certain trainings. Um, but, you know, they really won't give you that position unless you have the experience to back it up. Um, but I mean, coming off of COVID, like, you know, there's a huge teacher shortage. Like you said, teachers are underpaid. So, I mean, they kind of like bend the rules, but um, I was just student teaching at the time. So the teacher that they placed me with, she was the AP. So I kind of got this false idea of what being a teacher was like because it right. was it was a breeze, right? So um, I got hired on at that same school and I had my first year in education. It was my last. <laughs> so were the, the students just terrible or what was it? It was really a combination of things. So I was a teacher. Um, I taught world geography and world history. So I had two different preps um, that I had to prepare for. And then I was a track coach and I was a volleyball coach. Neat. Um, so yeah. Do, it was do they pay you for coaching as well? Like, do they pay, do you get compensated to, to be a sports coach? So you get a stipend on your check, like added to your yearly salary. My stipend for both sports I made in one month on my first deal. And I worked 24 seven as a teacher like that was I mean that was like there's so many different things that go into teaching that people don't really understand like it's more than just like the students that give you issues you're overworked you're tired you're expected to do so much while while being micromanaged mm. you're um <clears throat> pour everything you have and then by the time you get home you don't even have enough energy for yourself or for your family or anything. And it's, it's like really draining. And I'm not knocking the profession just because it didn't work for me. Like if you're a teacher, you have to have a heart to be a teacher. Like you I 100% agree. And I feel like that about any of those, like even doctors, like you need to mm -hmm. have that. I'm so glad that I didn't get into medical school because I would have sucked <laughs> as a physician. <laughs> just because of what? Because of just the time commitment or no, because I like, I, I care about people and I want to help people. Right. But like that, that's for me, the look, I wanted to be a plastic surgeon. Why? Cause I wanted to be a rich doctor, not a doctor. You know what I mean? And, and, and being a plastic surgeon, even, even having the goal to be a plastic surgeon doesn't mean you're going to be a plastic surgeon. In fact, it is one of the most difficult and rare specialties to get so you could very well <clears throat> go into medical school wanting to become a plastic surgeon and come out a proctologist mm. that could happen so mm. you know anyways i digress so That's you're overworked about you you didn't know that about me yeah i didn't know that you wanted to be a plastic surgeon That's pretty yeah cool. yeah it was um it was it, 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 I'm, I'm so glad the way life turned out because I, right now, you know, my, a cousin of mine, he, he actually did get into medical school and he is a physician now and he didn't get to be a plastic surgeon. He actually wanted to be an ophthalmologist, but now he's, a, he's an emergency, uh, emergency room doctor. Oh, 
And he sent me a text message the other day and he's like, bro, my life sucks. I spend all of my time pulling things out of people's butts and I'm watching you on television with your sister, living life, flipping houses, enjoying life and changing people's worlds. And I'm so proud of you. And just so you know, um, you won. So it was it was an interesting conversation because him and I competed so much growing up because we were both the same age and both trying for the same things. And he got, he actually ended up getting the goal that we both thought we wanted. And then, you know, I didn't, but then, you know, full circle, it's, it's kind of interesting how life shakes itself out, but going back to your situation, right? So you're a physician, you're, you're a teacher, you're overworked, you you're doing, you're coaching two teams. You are, um, dealing with high school students, which is, I mean, you know, high school students, I have one in my house and, <laughs> and she's incredible, but she's also challenging, right? Because they've, they're coming into their own self. They've got their own minds. They've got their own thoughts and, and they, they challenge everything because that's their job. Their job is to question the world and question the norms. And if they're not asking these questions and if they're not challenging you, then you probably didn't do a good enough job as a parent to keep an open-minded human being in your house, right? And so I imagine you've got all these kids that are just challenging and pushing everything that you're trying to accomplish and not realizing that you're not even being properly compensated for the amount of time and love that you're bringing to the job. Yeah. And I mean, Jamil, it even like I got stolen from not once, but twice. Like I would pass out candy and stuff to the kids. I got stolen from they took my entire bag of candy. They took they went into my fridge and to my desk. So it was just stuff like that. There was like a false rumor that was going around the school and kids were saying I was like in this video and I wasn't and like it was just like a whole thing just mean I mean it's like mean girls you had like you had to deal with mean girls on top of on top of everything else and I wasn't I'm not even a student there you know but I mean like it, it came with a lot of lessons for sure but um like at the end of the day in my opinion and this isn't to knock on anybody that like enjoys their nine to five w2 if it's prison like at the end of the day in my opinion i feel like you're a prisoner because you don't have control over your time you no matter what it is that you do it's still not going to be good enough um you're dependent on other people to take care of you and to pay your bills and to take care of your family Um, and somebody can make a decision one day and end it and they don't care you know (laughs) They'll, they'll be hiring the next day you know, so, I, I mean, it's just like, it was cool while it lasted, but it wasn't for me and it didn't match like the goals and the dreams that I see for my own lifestyle. Right. And then the things that I know that God's going to do in my life, like it was just very, there was like a top, right? Like I couldn't make more than my, my $3,900 a month, right? No matter how many hours I put in, no matter how late I stayed at school, I could not make more than $3,900 a month. That was it. And how can you survive? Like, you know, even then, um, you know, I, I, I feel like in, in today's world, look, I, I had jobs and I had jobs where I made a lot less <clears throat> than $3,900 a month. Right. I, I had jobs where I made $2,000 a month and, and it's hard. Like life is, life is difficult. And, and, but how do you survive? Like, how, how can you make it work? If you, you know, if you can't have a living wage and, and, and I, and unfortunately for the amount of time and and effort that you're putting into that career, 
you're not being adequately compensated for it, right? You can't even have a side hustle when you're working that hard and you're coaching and you're doing all those things. Like you can't make extra money. You can't create other opportunities. So how the heck did you get into astro flipping and how did you escape? Because like now I'm, I'm, I've just got this idea in my head of you locked in this schoolhouse prison, you know, and like, how do we get you out, Delena? How did we get you out? What happened? Yeah, so, oh, Who popped man. your lock? Man, um, okay, so basically what happened is I I was like, all right, enough is enough. Like, I'm crying every day at work. Like, I'm calling my fiancé at lunch, literally bawling. And my fiancé, he's very, he has a very, um, like, entrepreneurial spirit. And so he was like, plan your exit, plan your exit strategy. So my first my first solution was, okay, I'm going to sign up for real estate school. So I did. And I had like, I would put my hair over my ear and have my headphone in at work. And I would plan way in advance, like a month in advance. And I would just sit there and work on real estate school. But then I was like, okay, this isn't like, this isn't where my interest is at. Right. Like I want to get into like design. I want to fix and flip homes. I want to like build up my capital and be able to enter into real estate investment. I don't necessarily want to be the one selling the real estate. No, as a realtor, you're not in real estate. You are a service provider for people in real estate. That is a harsh reality. And I'm sorry if you're a real estate agent and you're listening to this and I offended you. I didn't mean to, but the facts are what they are. As yeah. a real estate agent, you are not in real estate. You are a service provider for people in real estate. And that's that becomes very evident to people that that are going through that process. You know, not only that, but I've look, I went through the classes. I I I I took all of the uh, all of the training, all, all everything necessary to be a licensed agent. I just didn't get my license because at the time it wasn't it wasn't needed for me because mm -hmm. I'm always going to be a, a principal. I was always going to be an investor. But what I learned was what you don't learn. You don't learn in real estate school how to comp. You don't learn in real estate school how to understand the market. You don't learn in real estate school how to manage investments. You don't learn in real estate school how to be what they make you. They, in, as a realtor, they make you a, a fiduciary, which means that you have a legal responsibility to act in the interest of somebody else. Mm -hmm. And if you're not even given the knowledge, the adequate knowledge to act in someone's best interest, that's a setup. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely agree for sure. Like, I just, I mean, even with being an agent, you're still capped, right? Like, you're still at the cap. I mean, I'm I know some rich agents. So, I mean, I don't I, like, you know, for instance, my friend Jason Mitchell, he he sells billions of dollars in real estate every year. So, um, you know, the guy probably makes a million, takes home a million dollars a month, you know, and so... Yeah. Um, one of the most, one of the richest real estate agents that I I know of. So I do know that you can you can become an entrepreneur, real estate agent, and and grow a huge brokerage and and create mm -hmm. an amazing life as a real estate agent. So there's still plenty of opportunity there because you can marry entrepreneurship and being a real estate agent together. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, again, you're I, still not a real estate investor. Yeah, I've actually connected with uh, since I've been doing agent outreach. I've connected with a couple of agents that are. Um, one in particular in Dallas and he does both. And he, I mean, he makes it, makes a ton of money. We can get into that later though. But, um, but yeah, so basically I did that and I tried, you know, starting a, a house cleaning business and nice. I, I cleaned two houses and I was exhausted at the end of it. And I only got paid like, I think it was like 
$160 for like a 3000 square foot home. My wife, actually, funny enough, a lot of people don't know this, but my wife was um, cleaning houses when her and I met. And so um, <clears throat> I know how difficult that job is. You know, we I, I used to watch how she would work her butt off and make 80 bucks, you know, yeah. and um, it's it's difficult. It's a very difficult. It's a taxing, physically taxing job. So I, I understand that. And and just like you, she was, you know, had a business, but then you become you become the business. Yeah. Right. Like it's your you're the one doing the work. And unless you're hiring out the jobs and, you know, it's still you're still a prisoner yeah. And, yeah. and people can fire you like that. Right. So there again, you're still setting yourself in the same situation. So what next? Yeah, exactly. So. Long story short, my fiance, he went to, um, I forgot the name of the conference, but it was in Arizona and he met Matt Justice there and him and Matt Justice, they became, they became friends. And whenever my fiance got home, he was like, Delena, I met this wholesaler. He was like, he was telling me that he doesn't do anything. He said, people bring him all his deals every month. He was like, I need to connect you with this guy. I was like, Okay. I was like, yeah, shoot it, like shoot his information my way. Because at this time, after my real estate or after my cleaning business, after I realized like, okay, this isn't like the right avenue for me as well. Like I, I'm, I can't take this path either. I was like, all right, I'm going to start wholesaling. So I started watching all the videos on YouTube, um, researching on the internet, stuff like that. And, you know, I saw the bandit signs, the driving for dollars, um, you know, your classic real estate door knocking stuff like that. Your classic, yeah, the old school stuff, the dinosaur stuff. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it wasn't, it wasn't working. Like it was taking mm -hmm. too long. And initially I had like analysis paralysis, so I wasn't taking any action. But then when I started taking action, I was like calling so many people constantly hitting, um, the, uh, 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 <laughs> um, like, and then, the ones that did answer, I would get cussed out. Um, and it's I'm terrible. A, I'm a softie. I'm a sweetheart. That kind of yeah. that kind of gets to me a little bit, you know. So I yes. was like, I was telling my fiance like, there has to be a better way than this. Like there has to. And I don't know how, but I didn't know about you at the time. And so when he connected me with Matt Justice, and I hopped on the phone with Matt, and I was like, Matt, tell me what what's the sauce? Like how do you do this? And he was like do you know who Jamil Damji is? And I was like, no, I don't. He was like, if you don't know who he is, you need to, and you need to sign up for his mentorship. And so I was like, okay. He was like, you think it's worth it? And he was like, yeah. And so long story short, I let like two weeks go by. And I was like, uh, I let two weeks go by and I didn't take any action. I didn't look you up. I didn't do any of that. And at this time I'm pregnant, right? So I'm like, I can't go like, I don't want to go back to my job after my maternity leave is up. I have a baby coming. Like I need to figure out how am I going to push myself forward and break through this threshold that I'm where I'm at. Right. So finally, I looked you up. I went to Astro Flipping and I scheduled a consultation. I got, hopped on the phone with Alex. He told me all about it. Alex is great. He's great. He's awesome. Yeah. He still helps me to this day. Um, so I hopped on the phone with him. And he told me about it and he was like, are you ready? Do you need to think about it? I was like, no, like I'm going to do this. And so praise God, like God is so good. And, you know, he aligns all my steps. And like, I have a very, very supportive fiance. And I came home, I told him, I was like, 
I think I want to invest in this. And he was like, I've seen you invest in so many things, but I've never seen you invest in yourself. And I was, wow. like, I was like, I'm going to do it. And so yeah. I did it. And that's a, that's a bar right there. I've seen you invest in so many things, but I've never seen you invest in yourself. Oh, that must have hit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it really, truly did. Um, and so, you know, he just encouraged me. So, Jamil, I took. I put everything into into this course, right? Like I took my entire savings and I had a baby on the way. So that was how much like I had watched your videos and that was how much I was like, this is going to work. Like this is going to work. It has to work. Right. And so I took my entire savings. I put it into Astro. And once I joined, um, I locked in like I literally locked myself. Oh, I remember in. you on the calls and I the questions you would ask. I was like, yes, this girl's going to get it. She's going to go. You're because you had that. You, I could see the fire in you. The hunger was there and you didn't come with the like, here's the there's a difference in questions, right? Somebody will come to a call and they'll say. How do I get my first deal? And I'll say, OK, you've done nothing. You haven't opened anything. You just showed up here and because somebody emailed you a link and said there's a call today and you haven't you haven't watched anything, you haven't learned anything, you haven't met anybody, you haven't talked to anybody, you haven't done crap. So there's that question, then there were your questions where you had specifics like uh, you know, like really granular questions about about processes and like how to have these conversations and comping questions and things that I could tell, oh wow, she's actually she's working. She's she's working. So what was the timeline? How long did it take for you to, to get a return? And what was that? How did you, how did your first deal go? So, um, from the time I joined Astro on August 4th, um, and I closed my first deal. We closed on, um, it was September 29th. I believe. Beautiful. So I joined August 4th. When I joined, I locked myself literally in a box. And this is with a newborn baby at this point, because my son was born in July. What's um, his name, by the way? Legend. Oh, <laughs> his name love is Carter. <laughs> so, yeah. Come so on. he's like the cutest thing in the whole world. I you named him Legend. You, I mean, he has no choice. <laughs> right? Like, he has he's no a choice. <laughs> Yeah, he's so good. Uh, he's he's so amazing. I could that's a whole nother call. I could go on and on and on about him. I'm not um, gonna try to make you cry, but I'm just like I'm. This this is already like this is great. So you got <laughs> legend. You're 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 locked in a box. You're learning. There's learning legend, learning legend, and then yeah. yeah so it's like crying baby that I'm yeah. like like learning how to breastfeed while also like watching the videos and like working and stuff. Like serious, like serious adjusting to mommy life while trying to, you know, set the foundation for my future. Right. right. So um, locked in, I got through the first five weeks of the course. I made it all the way through the dispo course. Um, I think that's like week five or something in a week and a half. Wow. Um, so like literally day in, day out, working, working, working. Um, and then like through this whole time, like, the enemy was challenging me, but God was right there reminding me and letting me know that the decision that I make to do this, like, yes, the enemy is trying to interfere, but that's because I'm on the path that God has set out for me. So for example, 
this is all within the first few weeks of me getting my first deal. I found a wholesaler. I was going to micro flip. Heidi already had a buyer for this deal. I already had the um, the exclusive option on it. I just sent him the contract. Heidi had a buyer. The buyer was ready to send EMD that night. Like literally, it was crazy, right? And then he ghosted. Oh. He ghosted, right? So that was the first thing. But when this happened, Jamil, I was in Walmart. Right. I come out of Walmart and I parked in the wrong spot at Walmart and I got a parking ticket for six, like six hundred dollars. And this is all like I'm thinking I'm going to get I'm going to get a deal. Right. I'm like super excited. I'm I'm literally in Walmart, like dancing, like, man, God is so good. I'm about to get my first deal. I walk outside. Police officer gave me a ticket. Right. And so I was like, OK, that, that was the first thing. The second thing was. um my tooth broke. And I, I just told you, I put everything I had into the course, right? So I didn't have anything extra to go get my tooth fixed. And so I'm like, okay, like the enemy is trying it, but I'm going to keep pressing on. I'm going to keep pressing forward. And I'm going to keep learning and doing what I need to do. Right. And so, um, basically after that, um, like I hopped on the calls, I was learning, and then I met this agent. Her name is Ruby, right? And Ruby is phenomenal. She had a deal from, she works with other wholesalers. She's a very like investor-minded agent, right? She works with other wholesalers. These wholesalers bought this deal in Austin. It was a two bed, one bath, like 800 something square feet in downtown Austin. They bought it when the market was really, really high in May. And then like shortly after they bought it, the market turned mm -hmm. and they couldn't sell it for what they thought they were going to sell it for. So it had been sitting on market at, um, I think it was five, it was like 500K, right? So sitting on market, I connected with Ruby. She was helping me. We're working together. She was sending me leads and stuff. And then I came across her listening and I asked her, I was like, hey, um, what's the situation with this deal? Like, this looks like a great opportunity to wholesale. And she told me about it. Of course, she was like, trying not to put her wholesalers in a bad spot. Yeah, she wanted to give them the most and she's so I get it. Yep. Yeah. So and she did a phenomenal job, like helping us both. So long story short, I put my offer in with them. I put my offer in at let me make sure I tell you the right numbers. So uh, it was listed at 499. And I put my offer in for 350. Nice. And this was this was um, like maybe like three weeks before it got accepted. Okay. So I put it in at 350. I kept following up with her. I'm like, hey, have you guys sold? Have you guys sold? Have you guys sold? Because she was saying, you know, they have other offers, they have people coming to see the property, so on and so forth. So I just kept following up with her. And um finally. It hadn't sold. They dropped the price to four sixty five, and I followed up with her one more time. I'm like, Ruby, I can sell this for you, like three fifty. And she kept telling me how motivated her wholesalers were, and they were, you know, they're getting into an even tighter crunch as time goes by. I was like, talk to them. So she did, and I got the property at three fifty. I partnered up with Keegley. Um, we couldn't find a buyer initially, but then Keegley and Austin. Um, oh, no, no, no. I'm telling you wrong. This is how it went. I partnered up with Alula, who is also an Astro student. Mm -hmm. um, and then he ended up partnering with Keegley. So he became the micro flipper.
Right. Um, and he passed the deal to Keegley. Keegley found a buyer at 354. And so I went in and I retraded with her wholesalers and we got the property down to 330. Um, and I made $8,000 on my first deal. So yeah, it was, it was like, it was amazing. Um, it was, it was truly, truly amazing. And I got to see a little bit of it all. Like I got to see the dual agency with, you know, the agent. Um, and then I got to see like the, um, JV process and JVing my And, and you made a new connection with Keeg League because now look, you, look, you had access to Keeg Lee anyways, you just didn't know it. Right. Yeah. And so, so, so this is the beauty of the community, right? So yes, that, that Astro Flipper got to make some money just passing the deal over to Keegley, which you could have done, but who cares, right? Everybody ate. Uh, but now, you know, now, you know, exactly what to do next time. And so that's, that's an opportunity. Let me tell you something. The same Keegley franchise that we closed my first deal with, we're set to close our second deal on November 8th. And what are you going to make on that one? That one, I'll make 6,000. Girl. So, oh, and then that one, I wanted to tell you about that. So the first deal was amazing, right? Because I got it, like, it was listed, it started at 500K and I got it down to- um, 330. We, yeah, to 330. So the same thing happened, right? I This has happened twice where I've gotten a deal down over 100,000 um, from list price, right? So the second deal that we're working on right now, um, I- so it was listed, it was listed, it was a piece of crap property. Like I could tell it was just- Did you find it on Privy or where did you find it? No, I just went on Zillow and okay, I was good. looking at listings. Awesome. And it was a piece of crap and it was listed for 500K. Yes, it's in Austin, but it was a piece of crap. I was yeah. like, there's no way. So I called the agent to kind of see the story and it was an estate sale. And she was basically telling me that her, the um, heirs of the property, they were very stubborn and they were thinking that, you know, we're still in this hot seller's market and we're not, right? And so she said she had been trying to talk to them to get the price down um, and like, they're not budging. And so I put my offer in with her um, and I told her, I'm like, you know, just talk to them, let them know we can get it closed, so on and so forth, right? And this, I put this offer in uh, probably like mid-August. So I have been following up with her. I built a very good relationship with her to now where when I call her, she knows me by name, right? And so um, like I just kept following up, following up, following up, following up. And then maybe uh, it was like the middle of October. I was scared we weren't going to get I wasn't going to get any deals. And at this point, like I quit my job, by the way, I don't know if I mentioned that I didn't go back to my job. Good. Um, so um, like that, that first deal that I have, I put some of it back into my business. Um, I paid Ruby a little extra for helping me with the deal. And then I paid my bills with it. Right. I took care of my house. Um, and so that can only go so far. It can mm -hmm. only last so long. And so I was like, I need to get something else. Like something has to close in October. It's not, it's not optional. So it was like mid October. I wasn't thinking we were going to get anything. I followed up with Linda and the next day I got an email and she was like, my sellers want to know if, um, because I offered them two thirty on this deal. It was listed at 500 K they dropped the price to 400 K and I sent them an offer for two thirty. Okay. She emailed me and she was like, my sellers want to know if, uh, you will accept or if they can get 250 under the same terms. 
Wow. I said, two, I said 240. I was like, we, I can do 240. And they came back and said 245. So I locked it up at 245. Uh, I immediately, I tried to sell it on my own for a few days, but then I called Keegley. Um, I partnered up with Philip and um, we needed to find a buyer yesterday before five. We found a buyer yesterday morning and they submitted EMD and every signed a contract and everything. And so it was just like, it was just, oh, and we had to retrade. So I originally locked it up for uh, 245 and then we retraded and we got it down to 238. Um, and so now we're set to close on that one on November 8th and I'm going to make 6K on that one. Amazing. Amazing. So, yeah. That's $14,000 in a couple of months of work. And now you've got a process, right? You've got proof mm -hmm. of concept. You've got a process. You know exactly what to do. And this is the beauty of this business, right? It, your inputs and your outputs will provide you the result. If, if you are watching this right now and you're like, man, this sounds too good to be true. This sounds too easy. It's, it's, it's neither of the things. Mm -hmm. What it is, is it's hard work. Guys, let me tell you this, okay? She is putting in the time. She's putting in the effort. She is a part of the community. How 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 important has this community been to your success, by the way? Man, the community has been like, I mean, if it wouldn't have been for Astro members, I would have never closed any of these deals, first of all. And second of all, like I have learned from so many people in this community, just people that have just welcomed me with open arms, like Fred, like, I mean, I can go on and on and on and just name a whole list of Astro members that have just really just like held me right and kind of held my hand in a way and walked me through a lot of different things. And then on top of that, I've met friends through the community, right? And you are who you surround yourself with. So like the members in the Astro community, a majority of them, like they have their minds set on higher things. And those are the type of people that you want to be surrounded by. So it's just like, I mean, the community in itself, like on even if you're not even thinking about like doing deals or like the business, it's just the quality of people and the love that's within the community is like, it's literally priceless. And Matt justice had told me that whenever I, I called him after I got off the phone with Alex and I was like, before I do this, Matt, do you think it's worth it? And he was like, Delena, the community itself is worth so much more than that. Those were his exact words. And I will take those to the grave with me because it's so true. Like I tell everybody I know about Astro just because like it is, it's truly is life changing. Like it sets you up to change your life. Um, so yeah, that's, I'm very, I, I'm talking a lot because I'm very passionate about the community and I'm very passionate about um, thinking bigger for yourself. And the community allows you to do both of those things, right? It, it allows you to think bigger, to make connections, to close deals, to make money, to like be confident in yourself to create a life for your family. Like, it's just like my arms can't even stretch that far. Um, so yeah, it's just, it, it truly is great. I just had this like wave of emotion go through my body and I had to like fight back from crying because just the ability to be a piece of that is it's, it's why I'm here. So from every one of us that have watched you grow and to everybody who's been watching, how can we do business with you? I'm sure everybody wants to know how can we get a hold of you? Where can we find you? Um, how can I do deals with Delena Edwards? So um, 
I will give you guys my phone number. Um, but I'm really on Facebook. That's where I'm the most active. Um, so you can just look me up on Facebook. It's Delana Raquel Edwards. I can. Um, we'll we'll, uh, we'll put the we'll put it in the description, guys. Her Facebook link will be in the description. Um, and if you're comfortable sharing your phone number, people be respectful. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with sharing my phone number. Um, and then I can put my Instagram out there because I do plan on starting a real estate content soon and very, very soon. Um, I'm just trying to save capital so that way I can start getting into like doing the fix and flips and um, being the end buyer. Right. So, so yeah, so let's do deals. Let's do business. Um, I'm super friendly, super nice. And I'm always willing to help. I'm a teacher at heart. So anything that I can help anyone else with, um, you know, to advance the Astro community, to advance God's kingdom and to advance, you know, helping people in their life, I'm willing to do. So. Amen. Amen. <laughs> All right. Share that info. Awesome. Uh, just say it out loud. Oh, sorry. Can we edit this part out? Yeah. You don't want it to be out there. Not me messing up right there. No, that's okay. It's fine. Yeah, we'll edit. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Delana Edwards. And then my phone number is 512-966-2453. And my Instagram is Delana, D-E-L-A-N-A, -A, Raquel, R-A-C-Q-U-E-L, underscore. Um, and yeah, that's how you can find me. I'm super responsive and nice. I don't bite. She doesn't bite, guys, and she is making money. If you guys want to learn, if you want to be a part of the community, you can also find a link to Delena's affiliate link for Astro Flipping. Uh, we'll buy her sushi if you guys use the link. If she inspired you, if she made you feel like this um, program is something and community is something that is interesting and important for you to become a part of, there's a link in the description here with Delena's affiliate link as well. You can click on that, book a call, and we'd love to talk to you. Uh, but Delena, welcome to the moon. You did great. And we're so proud of you. Thank you for having me, Jamil. You're such an inspiration. God Jamil, bless you, sister. We're going further, right? Let's Ask go. Let's go. go. <laughs> for the rest of you all, we'll see you on the next one.